Oh, a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! In the Big Ten Championship, he's in Champaign! <laughs> rush the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local. From the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Broncos country, let's ride. And Eric Fry. Yeah, and you know, you got, you, 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 excuse me. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. out there welcome in come in to a, a new day it's a rainy gray day out there and what's happening here on this uh, tuesday january 30th only got a couple more days left in the month of january and then turn those calendars over to the month of love and we're one step closer to march and we know what the madness comes with that so uh there's a postseason basketball and college basketball then and also high school basketball as well we'll be hitting up on uh, some uh, local sports here in uh, just a second we got some uh, girls basketball to a uh, rundown we also got uh, some uh, boys basketball that happened uh, last night there as well some junior high uh, basketball and we'll cover it all and recap it and get set for the schedule for this evening as well now travis you mentioned how it was dark outside if you know this i walked out of here yesterday and there was this bright thing that blinded me. What was it? I think it's called the sun. The sun. Hmm. I saw it for a couple hours yesterday. Yeah, never heard of her. Ah, missed her. Hmm. Well, nowhere to be found today. No. So back in hiding again. Back, uh, back to the same old, same old there. Yeah. And uh, we'll also be hitting up on uh, some uh, college basketball as well. We got some uh, line I to uh, talk about. We uh, hit up on uh, the weekend of college basketball, but we didn't dive too deeply into that line I game against Indiana. And uh, so we'll do that here today and unpack that as well as preview tonight's game. It's back in action for the Illini uh, here on a Tuesday. You might be uh, searching for the uh, network that it's on. We got you covered. It's right here on a 98.9 with uh, Brian Barnhart and uh, the crew. So uh, we'll hit up on uh, that matchup. And we'll also uh, take a look at the uh, NBA as well from yesterday as well. And uh, tackle everything that happened there. And whatever you don't get to here in the Trestle Show, we'll get to in the podcast in some sort of uh, fashion. Of course, we like to uh, thank the uh, starting lineup for being brought to you by McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and Topless State Bank. 
All right, so uh, we uh, set the table here, and uh, we need to get it started here on this Tuesday, and uh, it's Taco Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday to be, and we're here to uh, talk sports with you, and uh, let's go, and uh, let's get it started, and let's get it started with first things first. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we're going to start in uh, college basketball there, and we're going to start with uh, the Illini since they are in action uh, tonight. But before we get to uh, tonight's matchup, there was action there on a Saturday against Indiana, and it seems like it was more of the same there. It seems like we've rarely play ever good against Indiana, mm-hmm. and it, sure enough, it was a roller coaster of a game there, but the streak is over. We snapped the uh, losing streak to the uh, Hoosiers, and uh, it was a up-and-down, peak-and-valley type of game, game of runs, and uh, the Illini ended up having a run there at the very end to uh, preserve the uh, victory. And uh, so uh, Illinois escapes, survives, if you will, from ESPN's words mm-hmm. uh, against Indiana. They're on a Saturday. 70-62 to 62 was the final score. So, Travis, I'm going to ask you, Mr. Illini fan, were you confident in yesterday's or on Saturday's win? Uh, you know, it was Did it little... make you feel good about where the Illini <laughs> stand right now? I'm not pressing any sort of uh, panic buttons, but... You know, it wasn't the uh, best performance, uh, you'd just say. So uh, I'm not particularly worried, uh, but, yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't great. But let's just – all right, I'm not saying to worry. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But confidence-wise, if you were to do one of those games, you know how you do – you do, like, uh, pool play where you, you pick a, a win and then you put the confidence behind how, how you feel about that. Where's your confidence at right now in the Illini? Uh, my confidence is about, uh, honestly, six and a half, seven. Six and a half, seven. All right. I mean, that's where I expected you to be uh, yeah. because you are an Illini homer. You always will be. <laughs> so that's that's fine. Um, yeah, I just – inconsistency. Just game to game. Don't know what you're getting. Yeah. And that's a problem. Hmm. At, because in, in the game on Saturday, Travis, what it was something we had that we haven't had in a while? Bench production. We did. It was the nice. bench produced. I mean, you had 11 points from Goody, who played 30 minutes, so he might as well be starting. Uh, Harmon had five. Uh, Gibbs had three. You got two from Danger. You got some bench production. Right, and compare that to uh, Indiana, who only had two points off the bench. Yeah. So. So you had you had the bench production there. Mm-hmm. You're starting five. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, Terrence Chandler Jr. had another uh, uh, poor shooting outing. Mm-hmm. He did make those uh, free throws down the stretch to extend the lead out and preserve the the win, eight for ten from uh, the free throw line, but. Uh, he's only two for 10 from the field. And he also played a season low, uh, 25 mm-hmm. minutes uh, out there uh, as well for 12 points uh, as well. Yeah. That had to have a little bit to do with it, but I mean, yeah, ever since he came back that, uh, game, that first one, uh, was fine. Uh, but he's kind of struggled, uh, shooting the ball, mm-hmm. uh, ever since. I mean, 
Uh, he's going through a, a lot, and he's got a lot on his mind uh, there off the court too. So, um, uh, yeah, just another uh, bad shooting night for him. Almost like he's distracted. Almost like he Can't is a distraction. Him? I don't know about he's a distraction from the team, but he's definitely distracted for sure. I can't blame the guy. But if he is this distracted, Travis, he is hurting the team. He shouldn't be out there. He, when his mind is on right, he is the best player on the Illini basketball team. Mm-hmm. Right now, his mind is not on right. He yeah. has so much other stuff going on. He is distracted, and therefore, it is making the Illini worse. Mm. Yeah. I mean, 0 for 4 from 3, 2 of 10 from the field, no assists, no steals, no blocks. Like, and I know some of those things aren't his game, but assists should be. Should get in at least a couple of them. Yeah. Two turnovers, four fouls. He's distracted. Mm-hmm. Get him off the court. At least not starting. At least I know he's playing at season low minutes. I still think that's too many. Mm. I mean, if he can play, he can he can play. Put him out there. Not if he's hurting the team. Mm. He's had a bad couple of uh, shooting. Travis, he's had a bad game since he came back. That first one was nothing but emotion. Pure, unadulterated emotion. Fed off by the Illini crowd. Mm-hmm. Take that away. He hasn't been the same. Sure. You can't use the excuse of, oh, it was in Northwestern. The fans were against him. This was home. Sure. I mean, it happens someday. It's just not your day. And it wasn't the Illini's day there, especially uh, in the early going. That's why they uh, fell down there early. They were 4 for 18 from the start of the game, including 0 for 7 from beyond the arc, and they only end up shooting 30% from a three-point range as well, yeah. 7 to 23. I mean, it's better than Indiana. They were 0 for 9. Exactly. Indiana didn't for make, that. Indiana, Thank goodness for that. Indiana didn't make a single three in the entire game, and that's the first time the Hoosiers have not made a single three in if 14 years. If they made years. two of those, Travis, we lose. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of what Coach Underwood said at the – uh, into the game press conference uh, too, like uh, they just didn't make threes. Yeah, so you also they just shot didn't make eight more shots than Indiana did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a better shooting percentage than you did. In all intents and purposes, again, a couple baskets. Indiana should have won this game. Yeah, right. And this Travis is why Illinois will not be playing weekend two in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're inconsistent. They can't make shots. They rely too heavily on the three, even when it's clearly not working. Well, look, I'm going to be honest. I, I've i watched a condensed game, and I've watched the highlights, so I i don't know what these shots were, if they were in rhythm or whatnot in the offense. But, uh, I mean, shooters shoot, so they're going to shoot threes. That's We're, we're being a dead horse at, at this point. Uh, we're going to keep continuing to do it no matter what. Um, but one thing that I would uh, bring up as well, and this could also hammer your point as well, when we get into a march with playing so many games in a row, are we kind of getting uh, tired mm-hmm. a little bit as well with so many games popping off in a row, boom, yeah. boom, boom. And you know how Coach Underwood practices and the whole team practices and whatnot. So 
I think we might be a little tired right now yeah. at this point. And so. not healthy. Yeah. You know, you got players who are still coming back. Shannon Jr. is still trying to get back in basketball shape. Mm. And, again, distracted. Right. To me, this Illini team, I know you're going to say, oh, still ranked in the top 25. Yeah, but that's more of a product of everyone else also falling around you in the top 25. You fell. I say we still ended up falling four spots. You still fell four spots. Now you're heading on the road. Like I said, I don't think Ohio State tonight is going to be that big of a challenge. I don't think Ohio State is that great of a team. But you know what you're getting with the atmosphere and talking about a distracted player. Going to be more distracted. Yeah. And players are either going to rise to the occasion or they're going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. And then Nebraska, I Travis, I don't think Nebraska's a sleepwalk. They're five and five in the Big Ten. They're fifteen and six overall. Yeah. At Michigan State, that should be a winnable game. Easily winnable. You already beat them once this year. Mm-hmm. Michigan should be a winnable game. So those are two back-to-back winnable games. Penn State should be a winnable game coming up. Yeah. I don't think Maryland's a given at Maryland. Right. Iowa always plays us tough no matter what they are. Yeah. And then you're talking about Minnesota, which again, 13 and 7, 4 and 5 in the Big Ten. I don't know what to expect out of them. And then you got Wisconsin and Purdue. Mm, yeah. Those are the two big ones that they and, fill in. Travis, you have Minnesota on the 28th. Then you have off the 29th, off the first, so two days rest. Then you're back Wisconsin on the second. And then you're back two days later, taking on Purdue. You talked about rest. You talked about getting tired. It doesn't get easier. You don't have days off in the Big Ten schedule. No. So if if it's you're getting tired, you need to figure it out Mm. and play through it because that's where we are in the schedule. Sure. You missed your chance to rest people when we were taking on Fairleigh Dickinson and Colgate and Western Illinois and Southern and Valpo and all those other teams where you could have not played everyone as much. Yeah. Now you got to play everybody. Well, yeah, and then we were trying to, uh, I mean, I don't know why Gibbs Lawhorn completely disappeared in the rotation, and I know Martelli is just trying to work his way back yep. uh, from injury. But, uh, yeah, this uh, potentially, yeah, early, earlier in the season and early in this Big Ten schedule, we are kind of seeing it uh, come back to haunt us uh, here um potentially uh but yeah like you said ohio state uh, tonight and uh you know they're 13 and 7 they are kind of in uh, 3 and 6 kind of tied with penn state right now in the uh, big 10 uh, standings uh, early on in the season uh they had an early loss against texas a&m when they were uh, ranked 15 at the time they did beat alabama when they were 17th at the time but uh, they lost on December 9th to uh, Penn State, and then they rattled off four in a row. But then they've kind of been stumbling as of late. They've lost five of their last six games, and including just getting uh, beat by Northwestern in Northwestern. And they also lost to Nebraska, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin. That's uh, all right loss. Uh, Indiana as well. They lost on the road uh, there, and their only loss sandwiched in those uh, five games was uh, Penn State. 79-67, so uh, one and one uh, there with uh, the Nittany Lions 
for Ohio State. That's what they got this year. Travis, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out a couple of stats at you. You ready? And you say, oh, shooter's going to shoot. It's what they're going to do. Shooter's going to shoot. This season, Terrence Shannon Jr., 30 of 85 from three. Damask, 19 of 81 from three. Coleman Hawkins, 29 of 80 from three. Goody, 40 of 99. I'll take that. I'll take Harmon, 20 of 50. Mm-hmm. Gibbs Lawhorn, 6 of 23. Those are yeah. not great numbers. Hmm. I don't really know if Gibbs Lockhart is a three-point shooter, though. Well, he's just attempted 23 of them. Terrence Shannon Jr. isn't a three-point shooter either. He's, he's a attempted dri- 85. He's a driver, a slasher. He's, he's attempted the second most on the team. That's what I'm saying. Know what your role is. Know where you are productive. Hmm. Domask, 19 of 81 from three. You, you count that in with Damascus Travis, 47 turnovers this season. Shannon Jr. has 34 turnovers this season. Hmm. Terrence Shannon Jr. was out. Damascus was fine, and he's been good in Big Ten play. As a team, Travis, we're averaging 11.4 turnovers a game. That's mm-hmm. too high. Yeah. That's too high. You've sure. got to cut down on that number. Yeah. Hmm. There's just a lot about this team that I'm not feeling really great about. Yeah, I can uh, I can understand that. Uh, and one thing that I thought was uh, weird or whatnot was that as the odds makers of this, uh, they did not give Indiana any shot on a Saturday and a big margin. Uh, they're what they were like 11 and a half or 12 mm-hmm. and a half favorites against the Hoosiers. Uh, but tonight, the Illini only are favored by two and a half uh, tonight against Ohio State. Yep. So, mm, all over the place uh, there. I think Indiana was a huge number. And if I had any sort of entertainment possible on that game, I probably would have went Indiana uh, with the points mm-hmm. uh, there. That was too uh, big of a number uh, for my blood. Uh, there but we'll see tonight a little bit earlier tip off than uh, we're used to thank goodness it's not an eight o'clock tip it's a five o'clock we'll begin our pregame mm-hmm. coverage uh, here on 98.9 and a six o'clock uh, will be uh, the uh, tip off and uh, don't even bother f- trying to find it on Peacock no uh, just listen to it right here by the way Ohio State uh, losers of uh, five of their last six games Mm-hmm. So not playing some really great basketball yeah. right now. Right. Lost mm-hmm. to Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan, Nebraska, and Northwestern. Mm-hmm. So, again, a winnable game for Illinois. They should take care of business tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see uh, how it all goes down. And we'll be back to uh, recap it and uh, talk about it tomorrow. All right, so we move along here, and we talk about uh, some uh, more local sports, uh, some uh, local basketball that happened uh, last night in uh, girls' basketball, and also uh, some uh, boys' basketball squeezing in there as well and get you set for the schedule for this evening. All on the way here on the uh, starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. 
This is Lucas Krenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together we can save lives. At Dan Heck Chevrolet in Effingham, our model closeout sale is in full swing. The 2023 models must go to make room for more models coming in daily. Need a truck for work or play? Choose the number one selling retail full-size truck, Chevy Silverado, and discover the deals we're making. Whether you need light duty or heavy duty, we have your truck either in stock or coming in. Big savings now at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, online at danheck.com. The new year is here. Time for change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand fields of IT, cybersecurity, and AI with My Computer Career in just months. Already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.com. Lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. And now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Missouri hosts South Carolina tomorrow in the battle for the Mayor's Cup trophy. Tigers enter at four and five, while the Gamecocks are five and four. Who really kind of cares about that game? Uh, Carson Wentz was down with the sickness as he's dealing with an illness as Indy will host the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. The starting lineup. Welcome back in uh, to the starting lineup on 98.9 and the game. I thought that right was a there. good one. I mean, uh, that one was was definitely uh, noteworthy. Was I, I definitely wrote that down to uh, save that one for a future bumper. On 98.9, the game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Just got done uh, talking about uh, the uh, fighting Illini, and uh, let's hit up on uh, some more local sports and uh, some local high school basketball that happened uh, on a Monday night. And we'll start off there in uh, Nioga there in the uh, NTC as the uh, season is kind of winding down there, and it was Altamont pulling out the win in the Battle of the Indians there against Nioga. 63-57, and a big congratulations goes out to the Lady Indians who mm-hmm. uh, clinched the NTC regular season championship as, uh, of course, St. Anthony tournament champions, but uh, Altamont beat them in the regular season and then finished off last night's uh, win, a perfect 8-0 on the conference season uh, there. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, it was, uh, wasn't easy. Uh, Nioga came on strong there in the uh, second half. Uh, Altamont got off to a great start. Uh, I think they scored the first nine points of the game. They ended up leading by 10 there in the opening quarter. 
there, and uh, it was kind of like I said uh, off the air and also on last night's broadcast as well. It's kind of like uh, how a couple of times it's been for Altima this season. It's just been like the bucking horse and just a mm-hmm. uh, wild ride. Hold on there at the very end, and uh, that's exactly what the uh, Lady Indians did, and I mentioned that to uh, Coach Carr in the post game as well about it's kind of uh you won the conference title last night but it was kind of a little bit of a somber subdued celebration uh, a little bit because uh he said we, we didn't like how we uh finished the game off mm-hmm. there and uh that's kind of why it was uh, subdued a little bit there and you know it, it's so hard Travis I, I feel in the high school you know basketball scene in that you want to celebrate things that you accomplish, like a regular season conference championship, but you know that if you achieve that, you still have so much more you want to achieve in the season mm-hmm. that it's like we, you know, you kind of see it in hockey. You know, that's the one sport I think of where it's like, all right, we won the the conference, we won the, we won the the West or we won the East. Yeah, I don't want to touch that trophy. That's not the trophy we want. Right, And I think some of these high school programs that think and know how good they can be, yeah, they're happy, Mm -hmm. but there's more they want to accomplish. Right, And that's why I think, you know, maybe that is part of the reason why they were a little subdued. And the other reason, like you said, they didn't finish well. They didn't finish strong. And that's something you're going to have to do when we start talking regional, sectional, possibly more. Mm -hmm. You have to finish strong. Yeah, yeah, and I I totally agree uh, with that uh, point uh, there for sure. And they know what they're capable of, and uh, capable of finishing uh, the game out mm-hmm. uh, stronger uh, there. Um, in the second half, of course, uh, I thought that they kept uh, Haley Campbell pretty quiet, but uh, she came on in the second half. Uh, she scored like 15 of her 16 points uh, there in the second half. Uh, alone and Richards ended up getting her points as well 19 points uh did I say Sydney Richards or Br- it was Bryn Richards mm. uh there says our sister there uh and uh, for Altamont uh Peyton Osteen had a strong start to the uh, game along with uh, Grace of course uh Peyton had eight in the opening quarter including a couple of threes uh Peyton ended up finishing with 13 and uh Grace had a, a strong second half there 27 points is what she uh, finished off with, actually 29 uh, there for uh, Grace in the uh, uh, game uh, last night uh, there. And Altamont pulls it out, and uh, they win here uh, an 8-0 in the uh, NTC now. And uh, 22, or 20, yeah, 22-4 and four mm. on the season is their overall record uh, there for Altamont and regular season champs there and uh, they have a week off and they'll be back in action uh, next Monday uh, traveling to uh, Father McGivney mm-hmm. and then uh, closing out with Paris next Thursday night for a senior night uh, there for the Lady Indians uh, and then also we had a St. Anthony win against North Clay a 77 to 40 uh, St. Anthony jumped out to the early lead 18 to 6 after one quarter and then 32 points in the second quarter for St. Anthony, they put up 22 more in the third. They got the running clock going in the fourth. Uh, Nancy Ruall 
had a 29 in the win for Sene, and Addison Rios had a great game as well, 22 for her, and Vonderheide added a 16 as well. Uh, Ballard, only double-figure scorer for North Clay. She had 18. Uh, Weatherall, she had 9 points uh, there in the uh, loss for North Clay. So uh, that puts uh, St. Anthony at a 6-1 uh, record in the uh, NTC. They got one more game uh, left. They got Brownstown left on a Thursday before they could potentially uh, close out conference play with only one loss uh, there. Uh, we also had a Robinson with the uh, victory over uh, Dietrich, and that one was a 54 to a 36 uh, final score. Uh, the uh, Maroons getting the win on the Maroons, uh, moving Maroons. That is mm -hmm. for uh, Dietrich. Uh, Robinson got off to a nice lead, 16 to seven, after one quarter of a play, and that kind of put Dietrich uh, behind the eight ball. Uh, they were playing catch up for the rest of the game. Uh, Britain, she had a 15 in the loss there for Dietrich. And Marissa Zane uh, was the leading uh, girl for Robinson. She had 28 in the W there for the Robinson Maroons. It was uh, Cowden Herrick Beecher City with a win over Brownstown at St. Elmo, 62-53. And this game was uh, tight throughout as it was tied at 14 after one quarter. Cowden had the uh, four-point lead at halftime. Uh, Brownstown cut into that and only trailed by three after the uh, third. And, and Cowden ended up winning in the uh, fourth quarter there as well. Uh, Macy Rodman, she had 18 in the win for a CHBC. And a Seaball had a 23. Uh, Diana Hazlett for uh, Brownstown also had 11 in the win, or in the loss, excuse me, for uh, Brownstown. And it was also a Windsor's two straws pulling out the victory against Ramsey, 44-19 was the uh, final score there. And Windsor got off to a great start, 15-1. They led after one quarter of a play. Uh, Samantha Hayes had a 13, and Kinkler also had 13 as well uh, there for uh, Windsor uh, there. And we also had a, another game there in... Uh, to Topolis, uh, they actually had to travel to a Breeze Modern Day, and Modern Day ended up uh, picking up the win. 51-2 to of 44 was the uh, final score. Uh, Shoes actually started off strong here. They uh, led after one quarter, 14-10. to 10. They extended that out and ended up doubling up Modern Day in the second quarter. But Modern Day had a strong second half there and ended up pulling out the win against the uh, Shoes. Uh, there, looks like uh, Chloe Probst had 13 for uh, T-Town, and Molly Ruhal had a 12 as well. But uh comeback there for Modern Day mm -hmm. picks up the win there over to Topless. It was a Taylorville with a win over Charleston, a 71-51. Mattoon with a win over Olney, 48-35. In the Lincoln Prairie, we had Arcola winning against Argenta, 52-22. Uh, Sarah Gorda winning over Blue Ridge, 52-15. Unity Christian with a win over Heritage, 36-22. Uh, Tri-County over Cumberland, 44-36 was the uh, final there. And this was only a one-point game after one quarter, 11-10. But Cumberland comes back in, and they end up taking the lead there at halftime. They end up doubling up uh, Tri-County, 14-7 uh, there to take the lead at the half. But Tri-County wins the second half, though. And a 17-5 fourth quarter for the Titans ended up getting the win uh, there. Armstrong had a 15 for Tri-County uh, there. 
and it looks like uh, Kalen Shoemaker had 17 to lead the Pirates in the loss uh, there. Uh, and we also had uh, Sullivan with the win over Okaw Valley, 41-34 to uh, there. Uh, we had one from the uh, Little Illini, Newton over Pena, 57-40. to uh, uh, it was only a two-point game at uh, the end of the first quarter and a four-point lead for Newton at the half, and they ended up extending that out in the third. They outscored them 21-11 to uh, there and going on to win. Uh, Cameron Martin led the way for Newton. She had 17. Uh, Kessler had 14, and Bennett at 13 uh, there for Newton. It's also a Tolona Unity over Warnsboro Latham, 54-46. And finally, in the South Central Conference, it was Staunton over Bunker Hill, 51-26. Calhoun over Piasol, 53-25. Gillespie winning over South Fork, 60-57. Carlinville over Franklin South County, 54-50. And Hillsboro uh, wins against Lincolnwood, 52-25. High school boys basketball, uh, last night we had a makeup game with Dietrich and uh, OPH, and it was Dietrich. Picking up the win, a 77-66. Dietrich had the uh, six-point lead there after one quarter, and OPH stayed right with them uh, there in the second, keeping it close at halftime, and outscored uh, Dietrich 18-15 there in the third. But it was Dietrich winning the fourth quarter, and it was uh, Lucas Wessendorf leading the way. He had 34 points last night, and uh, Caleb Gephardt added 25 as well there for uh, Dietrich and uh, three players in double figures there for OPH and the uh, loss for them. But uh, Dietrich pulls out the uh, win uh, there uh, last night. And also uh, we had in a junior high a boys basketball uh, last night in a seventh grade. We had a sectional action and the uh, class 1A Sigel St. Michael sectional. It was Sigel St. Michael winning over East St. Louis. And uh, so Sigel on to uh, the uh, uh, state uh, tournament uh, there in eighth grade. And uh, they will, or seventh grade, uh, rather, uh, there. Mm, that's 2023. I'm looking for 2024. Mm, hold on a second. I'll get the uh, pairings for the uh, state tournament. Here in a second, that was uh, Sigel St. Michael winning. Uh, um, they won 35-18. to 18. Uh, there in uh, that one, and uh, they will go to uh, uh, let's see, February 3rd, that's Saturday's uh, state tournament against uh, Lexington there mm-hmm. in East Peoria uh, Junior High School, uh, there at 11 30 a.m. for that 22 and 2 on the season there for uh, Sigle St. Michael. Good mm-hmm. year, yeah, absolutely. And uh, let's see here. We also had uh, in uh, Class uh, 2A St. Elmo sectional, we had uh, St. Anthony uh, pick up uh, the uh, win uh, there. They won over Paris Crestwood, uh, 55 uh, to uh, 38. So uh, St. Anthony improves to a 24 and 2 on Mm -hmm. the uh, year. And uh, they'll take on Green Valley Midwest Central at 1 1 o'clock there in uh, Macon Meridian High School. Should be a good game there. Green Valley Midwest Central, 23 and 1 on the year. Mm hmm. And so, uh, let's see. We also had, um, let's see here. Uh, in the uh, 3A uh, Cumberland uh, section, we had a Totopolis uh, victorious uh, there as they won over Sullivan, uh, 28 to uh, 20. And uh, Totopolis now 25 and 1 on the uh, campaign. 
and uh, then uh, they uh, will took on the will take on the winner of the uh, Vandalia sectional, and that was uh, East St. Louis Lincoln. They won over Carlinville uh, there, 61 to seven was the uh, final score there in uh, that one. So it'll be to top us against East St. Louis Lincoln, 11:30 on Saturday, and that is at El Paso Gridley. Topless trying to sweep seventh grade basketball. The girls already won state earlier this year, mm -hmm. if you remember correctly. So, um, yeah, the topless trying to sweep up seventh grade basketball. Yeah, trying to take home some hardware, mm -hmm. some more hardware. Uh, therefore, you have to build the shoes. High. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see here in uh, 4A, we had uh, uh, Park of Forest uh, winning over uh, Muhammad Seymour. Uh, there and uh, that was a 57 to a 52 uh, final score there, and we had a uh, Springfield uh, Franklin win over Mount Zion a 38 to a 24 there, knocking out our uh, area teams mm -hmm. uh, there in a uh, 4A uh, there and uh, that will be at a normal Crinsley a junior high school uh, state tournament uh, there on Saturday as well so. Uh, that was a look at what happened in a seventh grade uh, last night. Mm -hmm. uh, we got some eighth grade action and continuing it tonight in a regional play. We have the entire schedule up on the website of our area matchups uh, there. Uh, in the high school level, though, we have a lot of things happening in boys basketball. We got St. Anthony uh, traveling into a Casey. That's always a, a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, St. Elmo Brownstown is in a Dietrich. That's a, a great matchup there. Uh, North Clay hosting Yoga. Pena is at Windsor's Two Straws. And Cowdenhurst Beach City is at Mulberry Grove. And we also have another uh, NTC uh, team involved. And it's a non-conference battle against uh, Flora. And that is the Altamont Indians. And you can hear that game over on uh, Jack FM uh, starting the uh, back half of the uh, schedule here for the boys post-NTC uh, tournament against the Wolves uh, tonight mm -hmm. uh, there in Altamont. And also to note that they are playing a fresh soft game uh, as well. So maybe a little bit of a later start time uh, for that tip off. Gotcha. Uh, there with the uh, fresh soft, then JV, then varsity to follow those two. Uh, also, we have Mattoon is at a Champaign Centennial. Mount Zion hosting a Taylorville. Normal community is at Muhammad Seymour. Uh, Lincoln Prairie tonight. We got Heritage at Arcola. Blue Ridge hosting Oka Valley. Sullivan at Argenta, Villa Grove at Cerro Gordo, Tri-County at Unity Christian, and a game over on a WSCRA. Yeah, that is the uh, Arthur Lovington at Hammond Knights at the uh, Cumberland Pirates this evening. Yeah, Cumberland uh, enters actually with a better record than uh, Arthur on the season, so more conference wins. But uh, both these teams uh, really still trying to find their groove, it feels like. Can Cumberland use the success from the conference tournament, try and parlay that into a win uh, here tonight against Arthur. We'll find out over on WCRA. And definitely looking forward to uh, that one uh, this evening. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have some a little line-eye action here. Paris is at uh, LaSalle. Also, Sisney is at uh, Lawrenceville. And a big one in uh, Newton. It's Newton hosting a Totopolis uh, there. Uh, Vandalia is at a Trenton Wesleyan, a Staunton at Mount Olive, East Alton Wood River at Piasol. So I also have a couple of girls matchups uh, tonight as well. It's Robinson at uh, Dietrich, Mattoon at Taylorville, uh, Lincoln hosting Muhammad Seymour, and we also have Charleston at FEM. That is also going to be a senior night slash senior recognition night uh, there for the Hearts uh, this evening. 
Uh, Arthur is at Marshall, Alney host in Lawrenceville, North Mac at Nicomas, and like I mentioned, that junior high, eighth grade. Uh, regionals continue tonight as well. And we'll be back to uh, talk about it and recap it all on tomorrow's uh, program. Right now we got to step away and uh, we'll hit up on uh, the arrest of uh, college basketball from uh, last night. Only a couple of games uh, there in uh, the uh, top 25 on the uh, men's side. We'll hit up on that as well as we'll take a peek at the uh, uh, top 25 schedule for this evening as well. On the way here on the start lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. Eyes waiting. Started to wonder. Metamorphosis. Philosophy about choice. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Cold weather calls for hot deals at Rural King. Whether you're working indoors or out, we've got just what you need. Like this week's Rudy special, Rural King Wild Bird Seed. Now $10.99. Buy one, get one 50% off all in-stock Wrangler denim. And take three bucks off Founding Father's Coffee. Now $19.99. Grab these hot deals and more now through January 31st at your neighborhood Rural King or RuralKing.com, America's farm and home store. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Replace stop, stop, stop. Binges, blackouts, regret, shame, trying and failing to drink less or quit. Hi, I'm Jonathan, founder of Our Health. I know how scary drinking too much can be because I struggled with alcohol misuse for most of my adult life. But I also know that it is possible to drink less or quit. And medication can help. Now, Trexone is a safe, effective medication that makes it easier to cut back or quit drinking so you don't have to rely on willpower alone. I started Our Health to make access to Naltrexone convenient and private to help people like me regain control over alcohol. If you're ready to stop drinking or just drink less, text EASIER to 323232 to get a secure link to Our Health's private online assessment. Our licensed medical professionals will evaluate your assessment, and if medication is right for you, prescribe it online. We'll deliver your prescription right to your door no doctor's office visits required tax the word easier to 323232 to get started today that's easier to 323232 and now air tri-sports center update chicago alderman george card cardenas whatever believes the city should take drastic measures to keep the bears in the windy city the starting lineup what was that chicago bears guy name? george card cardenas cardenas I don't know who that is. I was going to say, uh, I, the only George I know from Chicago, George Hallis. Yes, the it's only, only George that matters. Only one that matters. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues go for their sixth win in a row when they host Columbus Blue Jackets and Enterprise Center Night Blues are coming off a 4-3 overtime win over the Kings on Sunday. St. Louis now 26-20-2. The Cardinals are bringing in some bench help. No, it's not somebody from their past. The team claimed utility man Alfonso Rivas off waivers from the Los Angeles Angels yesterday. 27-year-old played with both San Diego and Pittsburgh last year. Hit 229 with three home runs and 15 RBIs in 48 games. I believe he's a former Cub, too. Team designated outfielder Moses Gomez for assignment to make room 
for Revis. The Bulls look to get another win as they're coming off a 104-96 win over Portland on Sunday. They'll try and beat the Raptors tonight in the United Center. Tonight's game tips off at 7 o'clock. Blackhawks are heading into the All-Star break as the worst team in the Central Division. They closed out the first half of the season. They won nothing lost to the Calgary Flames last Saturday. Chicago's next game will be against the Wild on February 7th. The Pacers are hoping to get their number one star back in the lineup after missing 10 of Indiana's past 11 games. A hamstring injury. Terry's Halliburton is expected to play in tonight's game against the Boston Celtics. Halliburton's averaging 23.6 points and a league-leading 12.6 assists per game this season. Pacers are currently third in the Central Division at 27 and 20. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. And uh, like you mentioned there, the uh, Cardinals move. I also wanted to mention that uh, Moises uh, Gomez yes. last year in Memphis yeah. hit 30 home runs. Oh. I'm sure that won't come back to bite us Designated at all. Assignment, you, you'll hear about Gomez being the next star, being the next all-star yep. in a few years. Yep. So, <laughs> Someone's going to claim him. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll go off in the, uh, in the big leagues uh-huh. for someone else, uh-huh. not the Cardinals. So. Not the Cardinals. Another thumbs up move <laughs> there. Uh, but that's uh, to be determined there. Uh, college basketball from last night, like I mentioned, only two uh, top 25 uh, matchups in uh, men's basketball. Uh, we had Houston uh, survive a late comeback there for uh, Texas. They ended up winning in overtime 76 to uh, 72. So Houston escapes with a road victory there. They had the. A good lead there in the first half, but then uh, Texas came back in and ended up tying it up there. Uh, Houston had the 11-7 advantage in the uh, overtime session uh, there. So uh, Cougars escape Austin with a win. And uh, Duke, they have been hot lately as they continue that hot stretch as they won over Virginia Tech, 77-67 for the Dukies uh, last night with the uh, uh, North Carolina matchup uh, looming in uh, their next game. Yeah, that's Saturday. So, uh, first one of the season. Uh, you'll have number three, North Carolina, against number seven, Duke. And that's actually in North Carolina. Uh, they always seem to be better when it's at Cameron Indoor. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, but nope. It's hosted by the Tar Heels. Ah. Uh, there. Uh, no action uh, from uh, Big Ten uh, last night. And. Uh, that was the only top 25 from last night. Uh, the uh, action for tonight, speaking of North Carolina, they're on the road against uh, Georgia Tech, uh, South Carolina against number five, Tennessee, number uh, nine, Marquette uh, against uh, Villanova. Villanova is actually favored by a point and a half in that one. Um, uh, we also have number 15, Texas Tech at 25, TCU, George Washington against number 21, Dayton, 23, Oklahoma at Kansas State. Oklahoma State at number 8, Kansas. San Jose State against number 17, Utah State. San Diego State, all the states, against number 24, Colorado State as well. And in the uh, Big Ten tonight, uh, elsewhere besides the Illini and Ohio State, uh, you got Iowa at Indiana and also uh, Michigan and Michigan State matching up there. Michigan State, 11.5-point favorites Mm. against the Wolverines. It is in Breslin Center, so 
Uh, Still, it's a big number. Wide margin there. Uh, we also had an upset in uh, girls basketball last night as well, or on the women's side, I guess you'd say. Uh, Mississippi State uh, won against number nine, LSU, 77 to 73. So mm. LSU dropping back, back-to-back games uh, there. South Carolina, that's okay. They're the number one team in the country. Uh, but Mississippi State last night, 17 and five in the year, but they're not ranked. So women's basketball uh, there last night. And we also had the uh, wanted to uh, mention here that we have time uh, that the uh, latest bracketology uh, was out as well. Joe Lauren already just put this out earlier. Yep, earlier uh, this today. morning. Uh, Purdue is the uh, number one overall seed. Uh, they're projected uh, in his line. Also, UConn, Houston, and North Carolina are on the number one seed lines, and uh, the Illini would be in the South currently projected here and they're a four seed in that same bracket with houston uh there and they would be matched up with samford there in that one mm-hmm. so latest bracketology the illini a four seed who man uh in tennessee in that same bracket there as well but yeah. mm, looks like kind of a wheat bracket uh, to me, besides Houston, obviously. Yeah, until we lose to Dayton in the second round, because that's what the Illini would do. Eh. Is Obi Toppin walking through the door? Doesn't matter, Travis. Illinois can't make it past second weekend. Mm, that's okay. I see see a couple of winnable games uh, there. So, But we'll... Uh, the eternal optimist strikes again. Wait and see. Hey, you were, you were the one that made the bold prediction on the end of the year show, so I don't want to hear it that you said that they would make it to the second weekend. Yes, and I regret saying it, Travis. But you said it. I though. regret it. It, it. You said it. I believe it's for out. half a second, and they've let me down ever since. I mean, yeah, it's it's all Eric's fault. I mean, not too long after that, the Terrence Shane and Junior yep. news happened uh, there. So, I mean, it happens every time. The the curse, the curse of Eric, the kiss of death. Yep, strikes absolutely. again. Mm. That's why I can never win pick them. <laughs> uh, all right, we're up against the clock, and let's uh, close it out talking about uh, some NBA uh, from uh, last night on the way here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
Get deals on what you need during MVP's bonus days at Lowe's. Right now, save $250 when you buy a DeWalt 12-inch sliding miter saw and adjustable stand together. Plus, save $710 on an LG kitchen suite and earn three times the bonus points on all LG appliances. Because Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location while supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase. See sales associate for details. Bonus points calculated before tax and fees after applicable discounts of any. Valid 115 to 126. Subject to change. Life insurance. Why are you putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think you don't need it? There's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance. But if you weren't there, who would pay the mortgage and other bills? With Ethos, you could be covered in 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's getethos.com. And now, Eric Fry, Sports Center update. Former Indianapolis Colts linebacker Gary Brackett, the owner of the Stacked Pickle Sports Bar chain, has filed for bankruptcy protection. In the filing, all 10 of uh, Brackett's Stacked Pickle locations in Indiana and Ohio were forced to close after the pandemic. Brackett played for the Colts for his entire pro career from 2003 to 2011. He helped the team win Super Bowl 41 against the Chicago Bears. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Starting off with the stacked pickle. The stacked pickle. How about yes. that? I've not been there. And I can't. I, I can't go now. Have not heard of it. Yeah. I, mean, I guess well, we can't go now. Nope. You'll never find out about I'll it. You'll never know. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for just a, a smidge, a bit a longer. A lot to uh, recap from uh, the uh, NBA uh, from uh, last night, but uh, lots of things to uh, start with. But uh, let's just start with uh, Luca. He dropped a triple double. Uh, well, almost triple double uh, there last night. 45 points, though. Uh, 15 assists. He was one rebound shy of a triple double. So you're saying a slow uh, night. Yeah, slow night for Luca. Mm-hmm. Just been pouring on the points lately, and uh, the Mavericks won one thirty-one to one twenty-nine. And a guy that did drop a triple double, just another night for him, Jokic, as he uh, spoils Doc Rivers' debut yeah. with the Bucks, one thirteen and two one oh seven. I'm surprised Giannis uh, didn't fire Doc this morning. <laughs> no, not yet. But give it time. Mm, DeAndre Jordan putting Giannis on a poster. Uh, here it looks like. What year is this? I know. 2010? I know. Yeah. Uh. Still still can get up there. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, no idea he played for the Nuggets, but he does. I, I guess so. <laughs> 25 points, 16 rebounds, 12 assists for the Joker uh, there uh, last night. Uh, also, another man almost had a, a triple-double. This should have been uh, first things first here today because Ben Simmons actually played in the game. Uh, he won, and the Nets won, 147-114 over the Jazz. And uh, let's see. Um, Ten points last night. Eleven assists. Yep. Eight rebounds. So almost a triple-double. Is he injured yet? 
We'll see if he plays tonight. Yeah. He only played 18 minutes. He almost picked up a triple-double. Only played 18 minutes because he's injury-prone. Man, this ESPN headline was very deceiving. I thought he had a more impressive game. No, than that. no. But Bridges had 33. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot, ESPN. Tatum close to a triple-double, too, for the uh, Celtics. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the Celtics won over uh, Zion's Pelicans, 118 to 1-12. Uh, uh, let's see. We also had uh, Jalen Brunson impressive again, 32 points. And the Knicks won over the Hornets, 113 to 2-92. Uh, they had people on first take this morning. Uh, Kendrick Perkins, Stephen A. Smith talking about uh, MVP consideration for oh, Jalen Brunson. Stop. Stop. 30-7 team. Yeah. At least should be an all-star starter. That's yeah. what they argue uh, there. But Travis, we've buried the lead here when it comes to the NBA. What's the lead? Your buddy Dylan Brooks making friends again last night, punching LeBron in the face. Hmm. It didn't make the ESPN headlines for me, so oh. that must be why I missed it. It was up there earlier. Hmm. Yep. Well, the Rockets did win over LeBron and the Lakers, 135-119. to 119. Yep. Uh, LeBron then. dodged a question about Dylan Brooks after the game, but, yeah. Dylan Brooks causing problems again. Hmm. After Jared Vanderbilt was ejected in the first half of the game uh, for running with Dylan Brooks, several mem- members of the Lakers defended Vanderbilt's actions against Houston's agitating forward. Brooks fouled Vanderbilt on a dunk with 11.03 remaining in the second quarter. While Vanderbilt was airborne, not long after Brooks jostled Vanderbilt with his arm while he was under the rim as Austin Reeves made a pull-up jump shot. Vanderbilt responded by shoving Brooks in the chest with a forearm, drawing a technical. Moments later, Vanderbilt poked his finger on the side of Brooks's head and was assessed another technical and ejected from a game. Hmm. Brooks supposedly called him names and... Hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I'm not surprised. Yep. In a dust-up. Yep. Uh, there. We also had uh, Portland win over the uh, 76ers, 132-104 uh, there last night. Mm-hmm. As well, let's see, uh, any uh, national uh, matchups tonight? You got the Pacers in Boston to take on the uh, Celtics. 76ers in the Golden State to take on the Warriors. And the Bulls are in action. They're at United Center. Madhouse on Madison. Raptors coming to town. Raptors, Bulls there. So, Durant Rosen gets his former team in Chicago tonight. Yep. Uh, there. Patrick Williams out for two weeks for the Bulls, too. So 7 o'clock tip. Not good. For the Bulls, Raptors there at United. So, uh, that was a look at uh, the uh, NBA. And we'll continue uh, to uh, this conversation in uh, the uh, pod. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlina versus Joe. Enjoy the rest of your ESPN Radio afternoon. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to uh, overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here. Some uh, stuff to uh, clean up here on the pod. 
Also got some uh, baseball, as I understand. Yes. Uh, there was a trade there uh, that happened yesterday. Trade and a signing. Um, and then uh, also we got this date in sports history. Yes. As well. Of course, this time of year, Super Bowl. Super Bowl heavy, yep, yep. So we'll get to that as well. Mm-hmm. Is there anything on sports or anything you wanted to clean up? Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs will be without one of their premier pass rushers for the Super Bowl. As ESPN reports that Charles Omenau, I think so, suffered a torn ACL during the team's AFC Championship game victory over the Ravens on Sunday. He strip-sacked Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson before leaving with the injury. The edge defender posted a career-high seven sacks this season despite missing the first six games due to a suspension. Hmm. So there's that. The Chargers are closing in on hiring their next general manager. As Pierre reports that Los Angeles is working to hire Baltimore Ravens director of player personnel Joe Horditz as the team's new GM. Horditz will be paired with new head coach Jim Harbaugh, who was hired by the franchise last week. The 48-year-old has worked with the Ravens for the last 26 years and has held his current title since 2019. So he's going from one Harbaugh to another. Yeah. Interesting. The Pittsburgh Steelers need to take the next step. That's according to the owner, Art Rooney, who told the media on Monday that it's, quote, time to get some wins in the postseason, end quote. Rooney also said that head coach Mike Tomlin is the right leader moving forward to achieve playoff success, and the players still respond to him. Tomlin has one year left on his contract and is expected to work out an extension with the team this offseason. Don't we all just want to get wins in the postseason? Isn't that kind of what we, everyone wants to do? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just, you know, <laughs> I, I thought I missed something somewhere. All right, let's uh, talk some baseball. As the Twins are parting ways with their all-star infielder, the club has traded Jorge Polanco to the Seattle Mariners in exchange for reliever Justin Topa, starter Anthony Scalfani uh, uh, and prospects Gabriel Gonzalez and Darren Bowen. Polanco was longest-tenured Twins player beginning his career with the team in 2014. Starting a shortstop for the American League All-Star team in 2019. He hit 33 home runs in 2021. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that was the trade that went down there. Yeah. I, hmm. I don't know if the Twins are rebuilding or not. Right. I just, I, I, I don't know what they're doing. They're one of many baseball teams this offseason. I go, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, it's kind of like, what, the same as the... NL Central, like yep. the AL Central, isn't that strong to begin with. No, so, it's wide open. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe the Guardians. It always seems like every year the Guardians kind of find a way to pull it out. Yeah, end, every but, other year. But the Twins are usually right up there with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the Tigers, it's not the Royals, and it's not the White Sox. So, Yeah, those, those teams are trash. Yep. Former Red Sox manager Jimmy, although I think, uh, I think two of the three had more wins than your Cardinals last year, so... Probably. The Cardinals were trash last okay. year. All right. I'm just uh, – <laughs> you said it, not me. I'd be, I'd be, you know, the Cub fan saying it if I said it. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, former Red Sox manager Jimmy Williams has died. He was 80. Williams spent 12 seasons managing in the major leagues. He went 910 and 790 while with Toronto, Boston, and Houston. He led the Red Sox to a pair of postseason appearances in 98-99, the year he was also named American League Manager of the Year. Williams won two World Series as a coach in 1995 as third base coach with the Atlanta Braves and in 2008 as bench coach of the Philadelphia Phillies. As a player, Williams went 3-for-13 across his 14-game career with the St. Louis Cardinals. (laughs) 14 games. 14 games there with the Cardinals, but ended up having a great managing career. Nice, yeah. 
the Angels are adding an experienced outfielder to their roster. Los Angeles is signing Aaron Hicks to a one-year contract worth a league minimum of $740,000. The Angels were able to add Hicks for a low price because he's still being paid by the New York Yankees. Due to the seven-year, $70 million extension he inked in 2019, Hicks is being paid seven or $9.78 million this year and next year on the old deal. He played 65 games for the Orioles last season after being released by the Yankees in May. Mm. Still getting paid by the Yankees. Be on the lookout, by the way, because a lot of people say now that the Angels have a surplus of outfielders, so look for them to possibly be trading. I doubt Mr. Trout, but don't doubt Trout. Mm. Uh, Milwaukee Brewer, Brewers, a big free agent splash, isn't expecting any lingering injury issues next season. Reese Hoskins told the media on Monday they should have, quote, little to no limitations, end quote, after recovering from a knee injury he suffered last March. The first baseman expects to ease in at spring training, but will be ready by the time games start. Hmm. And, Travis, I see you have that pulled up. Justin Turner has signed yep. a one-year deal with the Toronto Blue Jays. Hmm. What that means is they probably are not getting Matt Chapman back. So now it looks like Matt Chapman's destinations, either the Giants or the Cubs. Mm. Yeah, so signing him as uh, that insurance policy there, he uh, batted 276, 23 homers. He did have a career-high 96 RBIs mm-hmm. with the uh, Red Sox uh, there before, uh, of course, long tenure to Dodgers, so yeah. he'll be used to wearing blue. He's also going to be used to deferred money, so. He's probably mm. getting paid on the back end of that deal. Yeah. So, but yeah, that means uh, Matt Chapman possibly going to the Cubs. And why is that significant? Because Matt Chapman is a Scott Boris client. So is Cody Bellinger. Reports are Travis out on the Cody Bellinger front because it's been really quiet. Uh, <laughs> no one's offered him a contract. I did hear that. All these teams that are supposedly in on him, not a single one has offered him a contract. Right. Hmm. So that's, but Travis, the, uh, well, hold on. Let's go to the Cody Bellinger news. And then I'll tell you the uh, signing that the Cubs did make. Uh, Cause they did. But uh, according to Bob Nightingale, Cody Bellinger has not received a formal contract offer from anyone. Uh, anything. I mean, come on. Got to have at least something. Well, and it's surprising at this point. No one's offered him like a short term. Yeah. Two year high money deal. Just something, something, but, um, anonymous executives uh, who some people in the industry spoke with still say that the Cubs get Bellinger back, saying that the Cubs signed Inmega to replace Stroman in the rotation, but they've yet to address the hole in the lineup that would be created should Bellinger sign elsewhere, which is a good point. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, they also hmm. say that Matt Chapman's still in play for the Cubs and would not be surprised if the Cubs signed both Chapman and Bellinger. I hmm. don't think so. I, I think we're getting one. Uh, they're also saying that the Yankees could be backing on Bellinger. Again, if the price is right, I believe that would work. Yeah. So, um, Blue Jays possibly, but with them signing Turner, you don't know. They'd have to get over the second uh, luxury tax. Um, Angels possibly connected with Bellinger, but I don't see that being a good fit for him. Um, because obviously you're not winning in L.A. We've already seen that. You're not winning on the Angels' side. So Yeah. Um, seems like the biggest market for Bellinger would include the Cubs, Angels, Blue Jays, Giants, Yankees, and Mariners. There could always be, you know, surprise Red Sox, Oriole. Um, so that's kind of where, where you're at on Cody Bellinger front. Hmm. 
Yeah. But oddly quiet. Yes. Hmm. Oh, Travis, how much would we all hate the Dodgers if they signed Bellinger on deferred money? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, what else? Wait, who else you want? Exactly. Who else you want? Who else could they sign? Jeez. <sighs> but, Travis, did you see that the uh, the Cubs got a new reliever? New reliever? No. And I can only talk about this on the uh, on the podcast. Um, it's a 28-year-old reclamation reliever. Minor league deal. He is uh, hasn't played in a while. He's one of three signs the Cubs made at a minor league level. Uh, had Tommy John surgery, cost him 2022. Come back here in 2023, he suffered a uh, strain in his forearm midseason, ended his season. He's a lefty, so that's good. But Travis, you want to know uh, who the Cubs signed? Who's that? Richard Lovelady. Richard Lovelady. Because Dick Love Lady. Hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> so I hope he makes the team just for the name. Yeah. <laughs> I just say, never heard of him. Neither has anyone else. But <laughs> I can hope. Maybe. Maybe. We can we can hope, right? <laughs> uh, um, Alright, is there anything? Else that has happened? Uh, no, doesn't look like. Um, so I think that is. Oh, a couple more things. Um, we have um, the top selling jerseys of the first half of the season for the NBA. Travis, who do you think number one is? LeBron. No. Giannis. No. Jokic. No. Tatum. No. Uh, Durant. No. Luca. No. I don't know. Steph. Oh. Steph, followed by Jason Tatum and LeBron is third. Victor Wimbanyama and Ante Dekumpo round out the top five. Um, the Suns uh, are the team, only team with two players in the top ten is Devin Booker with seven and Durant was number eight. Speaking of the NBA, the NBA will be holding a unique three-point contest this year's All-Star Saturday night in Indianapolis. It's official. The NBA's all-time three-point leader, Steph Curry, will take on the WNBA single-season record holder for three-pointers, Sabrina Inescu. During the competition, Curry will take his shots from the NBA three-point line with a NBA basketball. Well, Inescu will get her shots up from the WNBA three-point line with a WNBA basketball. Inescu first issued a three-point contest challenge to Curry after she set the WNBA and NBA record with 37 points out of a possible 40 in last year's WNBA three-point contest. The NBA's All-Star Saturday night will take place February 17th, and as of this moment, you will hear it on 99 The Game. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. One more thing, Travis, mm-hmm. and that is change the record books. Give us another one because the U.S. figure skating team is getting a gold medal for the 2022 Winter Beijing Winter Olympics after a Russian figure skating's ban over doping. A Russian skater led her nation to first place in the team event, beating the U.S. and Japan before her doping test came back positive for a performance-enhancing substance. She received a four-year ban backdated to 2021. In a statement posted on its website, the International Skating Union confirmed her results were disqualified, both the singles and team event. USA with another gold. USA. USA. (laughs) USA. That's right. USA. All we do. All we do is win gold. All we do is win. So, there you go. That's all I got there. I think we've covered just about everything in that one. 
Yeah. And I also saw uh, staying back on the uh, baseball front, and then we'll, we can leave. Uh, but uh, the uh, new cover for MLB 24 is out. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who made the cover? Who? Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Oh. So, the new for, cover star for 2024. For some odd reason, I thought he had already been on the cover. Uh, no, his dad did. I know his dad did, but for some reason I thought he... Back in MLB 2006 is when Vladimir Guerrero... One. I don't really remember this one. I don't really remember that cover too much, so I'm sure I got it, but maybe that was one year I skipped. Could be. One year I skipped Well, that's because it wasn't MLB. the show. It was just MLB 06. <sighs> yeah. Uh, man, so joins his uh, dad... On the cover. Oh, that's cool. So, and will be the show 24, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., new cover star. So, there you go. Sounds good. All right. That's all I had. All right. You want to do uh, this day in sports history? This we'll day in sports history. Uh, maybe tomorrow, Travis, we'll check in on our baseball free agent prediction game and see how we're, uh, mm-hmm. we're doing on that one. Um, all right. This day in sports history. Uh, on this day in 1994, the Cowboys beat the Bills in Super Bowl 28. Emmett Smith rushed for 132 yards and two second-half touchdowns to power the Cowboys to their second consecutive Super Bowl title. The Bills extended a dubious streak by losing in the Super Bowl for the fourth consecutive season. Not a streaky one. No, not a streaky one at all. On this date in 1996, Magic Johnson returned to the Lakers after four and a half years and scored 19 points in Los Angeles' win over the Warriors. And on this day in 2000, Travis, your Rams beat the Titans in Super Bowl 24 as Mike Jones tackles Kevin Dyson at the one-yard line as time expires, preserving the Rams' first-ever Super Bowl title. Kurt Warner, who was named the game's most viable player, was 24 of 45 for a then-Super Bowl record 414 yards. It's now number three, by the way, and two touchdowns. Yep, that's the play. The tackle. The tackle, just one yard short. Yeah. Hmm. I remember watching that and... Mm-hmm. I got to admit, Travis, I was rooting for the Titans ah. because they'd just done the Music City Miracle earlier in the playoffs, and I was like, this is a team of destiny. Like, the, you don't pull off that play and then not win. Mm-hmm. So I was rooting for them. So. Nope, but that was the, that was the year. That, that was, was the year. year for the Rams. One of the best years. One of the best years to become a fan right there. And then – Lasted a couple more years. <laughs> that was a couple more years, yeah. It. And then uh, Bill Belichick took us down. And then next thing you know, Travis, you're drafting Sam Bradford mm-hmm. and wondering yep. what's happening. How it all fell down, and then, and then uh, you're gone. Stan Kroenke takes him to LA. Yep. So now you just got the Battle Hawks. That's all we got coming up in the UFL. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sticking around. Saw an advertisement that on that on Sunday. Oh, did you? Tickets. Nice. Get tickets now. You better get them up, Travis. Don't want to lose. I didn't go tickets. to a game last year. I know you didn't. You need to though. This is a new, a new league. You got to go support the new league. Otherwise, the Battlehawks will be gone. We'll see. It's not like the NFL is going to replace you know football in St. Louis. Obviously, they don't want it to prosper, even though there's a dome there that almost is always full. But 
NFL doesn't doesn't want the uh, football there. Almost full. Yeah, you see the last few years of the Rams. That's because the Rams are putting on a poor team that Kroenke was trying to get to leave St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing the A's did. Yeah. Yeah. Put a winning product on the field, people show up. What does that say about the city? Well, I've always said St. Louis is not a sports city, Travis. It's a baseball city <laughs> that likes the Cardinals. Yeah. But if it it's considered a quote-unquote sports city if your sports are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're not good, then people don't show up. And mm-hmm. that is St. Louis sports. That's like, as much as I don't want it to happen, I would love to see if city goes down this year where the uh, attendance will be for them. Because they came out of the gates and was the best team in the West. Lost in the first round of the playoffs. Got swept. But best team in the West. And so now I want to see if they start faltering where their attendance is going to be. Maybe. But is the, uh, I think there's the honeymoon period. I think it's still, still alive. Or at least for now. St. Louis top five baseball city. St. Louis, bottom 10 sports city. Oof. I have to revisit this debate. <laughs> we may have to another it's been day. A, it's been a few years. It has. Lots has changed. Since we brought up this. Hey, I'm going to say it now, Travis, and, and you can get mad all you want, and you're going to argue with me, and that's okay. Detroit is a top five sports city. Top five sports city. Yes, they showed up for the Lions, but they keep showing up for the Pistons, even though they are the worst team in the league. Yeah. Nah. Lions have been bad historically. Tigers are bad. Pistons are bad. Red Wings, they're not what they were. But are people showing up? Are fans showing up? That's what measures a sports city. It's not the success. It's the fans showing up. Let's see where the uh, Pistons rank in attendance this year. Uh, 2023-2024 attendance. Let's see. Uh, let's go towards the bottom. The Pistons are 22 right now. Out of? 30. Okay. Where's St. Louis's team on there? Uh, nowhere to be found oh, okay. because the NBA took them away from them, too. Okay, because fans didn't support it. So, obviously, St. Louis is not a sports city. Hmm. I think to be considered one of the sports cities in America, you have to have all four of the major sports. Yeah. It's, it's important. You can't consider yourself, we are one of the top ten sports cities in America, but we have two national sport brands. That's not... That's not how it works. Yeah, but just because, like, L.A. has, a like, 12 different pro sports teams doesn't make them a good sports city. I agree with you on that. I know it has a lot to do with their market mm-hmm. and whatnot, but... Mm-hmm. I don't consider Chicago a great sports city. Hmm. Again, I would consider Chicago a baseball city and maybe even a football city, but they're fair-weather fans. Hmm. Yeah, I say minus minus those two. Minus those two, yeah. I mean, you're not getting people showing up passionately every night for White Sox games. 
You're not getting people showing up passionately every night for the Bulls. You're not getting people showing up passionately for the Blackhawks that are worse than the Central. Yeah, the Bulls, it's the the dynasty. Yep. And uh, really, I think people have really lost interest after they put all their hopes in on the knees of Derrick Rose. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what could have been? Mm-hmm. Still one of the worst sports tragedies ever. <laughs> what could have been? Yeah, still one of the biggest what-ifs. And he what still ifs. went on to have a great career. Yeah. Not MVP, but definitely a contributor. Mm-hmm. Still mad the Bulls didn't re-sign him this offseason. Bring <laughs> him back. Nope. They let him go to Memphis. Nope, they didn't. So he could be a mentor to Ja Morant. Lousy. Who then gets injured and is out the rest of the year. That's not Ja's fault or it's not Derrick Rose's fault. <sighs> so. All right, I'm just getting frustrated today, Travis. We just need to end this show before <laughs> I, I get know. even more mad. I'll start yelling at things. I don't know what you, what you want from him. I don't know. It must have been that avocado I had for lunch. Ooh, avocado. Yep. Mm, interesting. Not a huge fan, but they're healthy for me. So. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> One of the downsides of healthy living. Yeah. Hashtag healthy living. Yeah. Still going strong here at the end of uh, January. That's usually when uh, people uh, tail off their yep. New Year's resolutions. Yep. So, nice. Yeah. I'm hoping some people start to uh, tail off at the gym. It's been quite busy as of late. Not my normal. Not a fan of it. No. I did play basketball there the other day. Oh, nice. That was nice. Haven't got up some hoops in a while. See if I got some mini high school eligibility left for next season. Yep, yep. I'm I'm sure the hearts can take you. They they need all the help they they can get this year, that's for sure. All right, we'll get out of here. Thanks for uh, listening and thanks for downloading. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Recap that Atlanta game. And until then, peace out. ILL.